0: This week on the podcast, I'm definitely taking a 180-degree pivot from last week's theme of fun to talk about anger. Because, I'm guessing you've noticed, but anger is having a moment. It just feels that collective anger, like sea levels, are rising. The pandemic has definitely played a role. It has made us confront our mortality, it's boosted our stress, and it's forced us to sit still. All that cooped-up angst needs an outlet, and it's awfully easy for that energy to come out as anger. Because there's an opportunity wrapped up inside every challenge, let's use this as an occasion to learn more about and become better equipped to handle anger. What do you say? Today's big idea is that, like most things in life, there are good sides and bad sides to anger. Because I believe in focusing on the positive, let's look at the helpful aspects of anger first. Anger can show you where your safety is being threatened. Maybe it's a boundary that's being crossed, or a need that's being unmet. It's a defense mechanism, a natural response to feeling unsafe. It can give you energy and fire to defend yourself, and alert you that something is off. Anger is actually a higher energy level than feeling like there's nothing you can do, or feeling like a victim, or feeling apathetic and checked out. Rising anger can mean that you are starting to wake up and pay attention, and realizing that there are wrongs that need to be righted, and that you're not going to passively accept whatever comes your way anymore. That waking up could be to issues that are happening in your personal life, or that are happening on a bigger scale. Journalist Rebecca Traster wrote a fabulous book about the power of women's anger in particular called Good and Mad. She said in an interview with the CBC, I believe that anger is a perfectly rational, reasonable, and understandable reaction to all kinds of things in this world, including inequity. Anger can activate you and get you to work for something you believe in. If, for example, you're angry about gun violence or racism or something else, that anger can motivate you to do something about it. Anger is what has won many rights and freedoms from the Revolutionary War being sparked by anger over taxes that were being sent back to King George, to women earning the right to vote because they were angry about not being seen as equal citizens. You know, it's a, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore kind of a thing. Anything that spurs us out of apathy and into action is an important tool to have. Of course, every coin has a flip side. We'll talk about the less helpful parts of anger right after this break. The tricky thing about anger is that it can make whatever you're upset about feel like the biggest and maybe the only thing in the world. A meditation practice can help you learn how to put the things that make you mad into perspective. Headspace is my go to meditation app, and they even have a 10 day program called Transforming Anger, a series of short guided meditations designed to train the mind to witness anger and then let it go. Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. You deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com kate. That's headspace.com slash kate for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation, including those when you're royally ticked off. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash kate today. And we're back. Let's look at the negative sides of anger. Anger has a righteous quality to it that can feel really great in the moment, which might sound like a good thing, but it's that I'm right and you're wrong that can calcify into judgment and disconnection. It's a really tantalizing way to feel, to have that absolute confidence. And for that reason, it can be easy to get stuck in anger and for it to become a go-to emotion. While anger is a higher vibration than apathy, You don't want to hang out there because there are several states of being that are even higher on the energy scale, and staying stuck in anger can prevent you from getting there. Over the long term, and unchecked, anger can wear you out, make you bitter, keep you disconnected from other people and your higher self. And of course, anger can easily make you do or say things you regret in the heat of the moment. It can be like a drug. You want that hit of indignation, and if you get too big of a dose, you can impair your faculties. It can spur you to hurt other people, because it's easy to get swept up in it. So you want to use anger as fuel, and dip into it as needed, and then keep on moving to a state that is more constructive and helps you access your deeper wisdom. Your tiny assignment is to think about a time that anger fueled you to take a stand, or make a change that needed to happen. A time that it was a positive force in your life. And then, think about a time when perhaps it led you to do something you wished you hadn't. It's one thing to understand the dual nature of something intellectually, and another to be able to identify that good side-bad side in your own experience. It's all in the name of raising your understanding of anger, which is a key part of working with it more skillfully. Come back tomorrow when we're taking a look at the many root causes of anger so that you can see if there's something that might be contributing to your anger that might be remediable. I just made that word up. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. K-A-T-E-H-A-N. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you.